Hello, I'm Max, the host of the Listening Football Podcast. Thank you very much for checking out today's show. I'm joined by Luke and Beef. Today, we are going to be discussing the Premier League. It's over, Manchester City have won it, and what I want to know is if that was the best title challenge we have seen in the Premier League era. I mean, in, in terms of uh, two ridiculously high-quality teams, it's, it's definitely up there, but it's, it's not as good as the the Man United Man City one where Aguero scores in the last minute of the last game to to win on goal difference I think I think like you you said it might not be as good as the way it came down to the wire then but I think in terms of going going the distance we, I don't think we've ever seen two teams as as consistent as these, as these two uh, this year, have been this year they they've more or less been been level peggings um where where did Liverpool go wrong which sound it sounds bizarre saying that where did Liverpool go wrong? It's hard to put your foot on it. it really is it like the loss against City? It's, is it? That, 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 that's it part is. of it, but it's also too many draws in a short space of time. I think they almost gave City a way back in right. when, when it looks dead and buried. Is the fact that I I, I can't really um, have a go at them for losing one game out of two to City because I think like the, the strength of City like it's going to happen. But you know they're your main competitor. Yeah, I think being seven points. On top of Newsday, never before has anyone had that and not won the title. Um, and it got to a point where City probably needed Liverpool to, to to mess up for them to believe that they could get back in the race. Because I think if, if Liverpool didn't go on that run of, of picking up too many draws, I'm not sure how many draws it was in, in how many turn of time, is, um, uh, then I think if that doesn't happen, then... City maybe will, would start losing hope because Liverpool were just so strong for so long and admittedly um, uh, Liverpool picked it back up after then but I think the the thing that we can talk about is that it's easier to chase the winner or, or chase first than it is to be first I think right, like, yeah. like easily get to top than stay on the top and I think that maybe mentality wise as amazing Liverpool have been this season maybe it just kind of faltered a little bit and City just kind of snuck in. But I think City needed Liverpool to give them the opportunity and they did. They they um, finished the season overall with seven draws. Um, City finished the season with two draws and four losses compared to Liverpool's one loss. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy for us to go back and say, now you did this, you did this. But you look at the way both teams finished. Man City won 13 games in a row to finish the league. There's Liverpool more, finished yeah. on nine wins in a row. Like this is this. These are two teams. One are on, one draw could have changed that for City. I mean, you know? yeah, that. Uh, what was it like? John Stones clearing it off the line by something oh. like thirteen millimeters. The company didn't score that that screamer. Yeah, last I mean, week, so, you can all you can go back to your what ifs, and I think we just got to commend both teams. Definitely, I'm not going to say it like that. Be that guy that called in WhatsApp uh, Talksport and said, "Oh, Liverpool should get a trophy." Um, well, that, I, oh, I <laughs> that sort of fan can <laughs> just oh, fuck no, off. I, no. Honestly, I hate that sort of fan. If you're that sort of fan. Was he serious? 100% he was serious. Do you know people like that? Honestly, there's so many. <laughs> there are so many. Not Football just Liverpool fans. Football fans are weird. Not, not, just, oh. not just Liverpool. You get them. Oh, it just grinds on my gears. <laughs> and like that's one of the reasons why people are like, oh, we don't want Liverpool to win the title because of that sort of fan. That sort of fan. Like, just be real about it. Like, yeah, we're playing. Just enjoy it. Don't go out and go, oh, we should get a trophy for singing, finishing second. Fuck off. Can I put a scenario to both of you? So, you finish second. Once again, didn't win the Premier League. You're in the Champions League final. Jurgen Klopp's fourth cup final. At Liverpool. Please win that, by the way. 
Um, <laughs> if you don't win it, is is there question marks? I I I wouldn't say this season. I think if we we've got twenty two more points than we did last season, which is incredible. Yeah. City have dropped two points on last season. Mm-hmm. We 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 finished second in the league to probably I don't know about y- your two opinions, but probably the best ever assembled Premier League team. What Man City? The only Centurions ever to get hundred points. This is probably the best twenty man squad I've ever seen in the Premier League. What City? Yeah, I think I think there's room for improvement there. For sure, I think there's room for improvement every team, but I think. I've never seen a team with so many world-class players in the Premier League. Right, I sure. think we're talking five or six world-class players. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, most teams will look for improvement. And I think it's hard for someone to have uh, 97 points in a league season, get to a Champions League final, and then the, the team that um, uh, were eighth or finished eighth in his first year can then say to him, oh, do you know what? There's a few question marks here. I think that you know the, their points tally is the third best points tally in Premier League history and it's only been bettered by Man City this season and Man City last season and that's just crazy so I think you know in any other era of football they walk this and, and they're probably seen as the best team um, uh, one of the best teams in the world but you know but they're but up against City that's it, just how it is is that acceptable next season? what do you mean? Not necessarily achieving that amount of the amount of points there. Let's say you come second again, yeah. P- again, points irrelevant. You just you come second, and you've got no cup no, final. No you trophy. don't win a trophy. Where where do you stand with that? What what questions should be raised there? Beyond the is Jurgen Klopp the right man for the job? Because we we've clearly seen he is the, he he's lifted this club and he's taken them to so many different levels now consistently. It's a results game. We've said it on this podcast so much. It is a results game. Especially with the type of club that Liverpool are as well. Liverpool's a club that needs to win trophies. Right. So, it's, it's the end it. of next season. I may, I called up TalkSport last season. I was on TalkSport. And I, I, I said well, you're on listening now, mate. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listening. Um, uh, they were like, there, there was a guy calling for Klopp to be manager of the season. Right. Because he's he got to the Champions League. Again, it's another one of these stupid Liverpool fans. Why are you saying he should be? He finished fourth, and we let ourselves drop. We we just about got fourth. We we scraped our way to a Champions League final last season, but this season, magnificent. We we've we've brought in Van Dyke, who again he came in January, who's come in and our defence is immaculate. Does not, I don't think there's a better defence in the Premier League. Most clean sheets. Uh, what, with what partnership at centre-back, John Matip? It doesn't matter. I think Van Dijk makes any any of them look quality. I think Lovren's shaky. But I think Matip, again, free transfer. Brilliant bit of business. Jurgen Klopp. Um, Joe Gomez, the start of the season, if he probably played all season, he gets in that team of the season for the way he was playing at the beginning of the season. Maybe we don't drop more points. The trust is mad that Klopp shows in Joe Gomez as well. Yeah. If you think about all that time and injury and then wham, back in, you know. Uh, yes, he probably had some under-23 experience games, but 
Matt Sharpness, no matter what kind of level you play, is not going to be at Premier League, level, Premier League level if you don't play Premier League football week in, week out. And to have that trust in the player, I think, screams volumes for the for the remainder of the players at the club. Oxlade-Chamberlain. If he was at Arsenal still, people would be doubting him. People would be doubting when he's going to return. He'd probably be doubting himself when he can return. But it seems to be at Liverpool, there's a buzz. There's a, there's an atmosphere. If you, you work hard, you, you'll get your chance again. Yeah, I think... That's the difference. I think Arsenal, you're where we were a few years ago. Yeah. Like, I think we're at the moment now where we got full faith in our manager. I, 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 There's been one transfer, I think, that Klopp's got wrong, and that was Karius. And, I mean, we're probably still going to make a profit on Karius. We bought him for £5 million. Pounds. I mean, he cost us probably a Champions League final. Yeah. A Champions League trophy. I don't think we were probably going to beat you Real Madrid in 90 minutes anyway. No. But... Could have been very different. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, that, that that's the only transfer I can go and point out that's been an, a, a flop. Like, um, you might say Marco Grujic has been a flop, but again, he's he's had a great season at Hertha Berlin. We got him to come back next season. Um, just, just every player, every player that has come on into the team, in my opinion, bar Sturridge, has had a fantastic season. Even Ketia. Keita? Uh, Nabi Keita, I think he's had Keita, a... Keita, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he looked... I wouldn't say he looked poor. He looked like he was struggling to find his way. So but towards the end to of the season, I think we, we can safely say he, he was starting to look the part. Until he got injured. He's only going to get better next season. Yeah. I think he's a quality player. Navigator. People were doubting him, weren't they? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I had my doubts, to be fair. My reservations on him. Um, and I saw him play. I think he played a couple of games at the start of the season. And I can't remember in my head if it was he had a good couple of games. Then he went a bit crap. Or if he went a bit crap, he started a bit crap and he had a good couple of games and then he dropped off again. I can't remember what way around it was. Maybe you can remember that yourself. But I think the most important player for Liverpool this season, James Milner. I, I think. think. Not, not in every game. Not in every game. But it sounds, again, bizarre saying it because you've got... Talia Mane, 22 goals. Mohamed Salah, 22 goals. Firmino, however many he's got. But to have a player come on and, and when he when he's called upon, consistently perform like that, do you know what I mean? Uh, he's had a great season. I think he's had a fantastic season. I think I think the, the, the player that, that's just the way he not just commands the game, but players, he, he installs confidence in players. We were talking about Dejan Lovren of like being one of the most shaky defenders. Yeah. When he plays next to Van Dijk, he looks solid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Van Dijk is this sort of player. He makes Robertson better. He, he, we brought Robertson for ten million from Hull. Who thought he was going to be one of the best left backs in the world? Yeah. And we got Van Dijk. Who, he, he makes. When he's in the team, I don't feel like we're going to lose. Honestly. Who Van Dijk yeah, or Van Dijk? Right. I, I mean, like you, you mentioned Milner. Like Milner comes in, you know what you're going to get from Milner. I th- yeah. He's never going to let you M- down. Maybe not. Maybe not the best or the most important player in the Liverpool squad then, but may- maybe the most undervalued player in terms of people from the outside of Liverpool looking in. I think Liverpool fans all know that. Anyway, how valuable James Milner is, but there's football fans are weird, like you said. Yeah, they they just Henderson as well. well it, it says a lot that in the second leg against Barcelona, when Robson went off injured, um, Milner slotted in at left back. Yeah, and kept a clean sheet against Lionel Messi. Yeah, I think Henderson's had a great season as well. Well, I was I was going to say I was going to talk about Henderson. Um, 
he was supposed to be the next Gerard, right? I think that's harsh. But I heard that from Liverpool fans. Yeah, but again, it's that fan. You're never going to get another Gerard. There's always, there's always a next, isn't there? Yeah, Yasunoga was going to be the next Omri, but we're not seeing. Oh, I've never heard that one, mate. Whoa, <laughs> hang on a second. Hey, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's loads of these. Things. People always compare people to people, don't they? Like yeah. when, when, when you sign a young English centre mid that's got a bit of grit about him and and like a bit of ability, then you're gonna, then they're gonna have to think, oh god, this could be the next Gerard. But like, well, when you see, like you see on YouTube, don't you? Like you see all these like compilation videos where people get oh. the highlights of these players and make them look amazing because I mean, yeah. effectively, they're you're only showing their good bits. Um, uh, there's always like this player, the next thing. You know what I mean? Next like, big thing, yeah. Yeah, I remember when um, uh, the amount of the, the amount of times I've heard someone say, "This is the Spanish Messi," or "This is the Mexican Messi," or oh, "This is no. the Iranian Messi." Do you know what I mean? Like, there was a player I don't remember him. There was an Israeli player in Man City's youth team once, and they called him the Israeli Messi. Oh, you remember um, Marco Marin was the German oh. Messi for a bit. I could be um, the Thanet Messi. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was the um, the Iranian one? Uh, I don't know who you're talking about, if I'm being honest with you. Player profile next week will do it. Yeah. The Iranian is, message. Is, is it like a back? proper Afro? No, that's um, oh, Omar Abdul Rahman. <laughs> check him out. What? <laughs> I've never heard Omar, of him. Oh, <laughs> like, if you want a compilation video of skills, check out Omar Abdul Rahman, right? What, what league is this? He, he, United Arab. He's United Arab is Emirates. He, he plays for the United Arab Emirates. I saw what? him light up he's been the on Olympic trial Games. Arsenal. Really? Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a good. If you learn one thing from this podcast today, <laughs> he's not a great footballer. But like, if you want a compilation video, yeah, yeah. him and Hakim Mastor, check out Hakim Mastor. <laughs> these sound like fucking like, like Sunday League players in, in like <laughs> where is Qatar or whatever. I'll check them out. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll send you some. Like, check them out. Like proper highlight real players. Wow, that took massive turn didn't even realize we're going that route <laughs> yeah, but well, I mean, going, going back <laughs> to we're talking about the yeah. Race. And, yeah these players like that the luke's talking about where you get the clips like yeah, on, yeah. you can put a five minute clip together about pogba and he looks like he's had a fantastic season but we all know he's had he's he's not been consistent at all jordan henderson james milner they turn up to every single game yeah they don't have a bad game no they're a seven out of ten every week consistent and that's why Jurgen Klopp's called upon these players so much. How oft, how much longer can he call on James Milner? Is he going to stay at the club? Is it important to keep him? I think in terms of the dressing room... Year extension? One year extension. But the love affair, if Leeds come up, he'll go back to his boyhood club. I think he's written, if Leeds get promoted to the Premier League, I can see James Milner in captain Leeds. Marcelo Baisa. Really? I, I can't see anything else if they get promoted. <laughs> that's the first thing I look Could at. they afford him? Oh, he'll take a pay cut. Would he? he? He goes and watches the matches when he's not at Liverpool. Does he go and celebrate as much as Mike Dean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's brilliant. Bloke. He just loves the attention, doesn't he? There was a, there's a, there's a video where he's like standing up and he's like giving it the proper... It's like, mate... Chill out. <laughs> you're a ref. You're a referee, not a short short. It's bad enough for you do it in bloody games, let alone you're going to play Tranmere. Um, okay, so where can Liverpool develop? Where do they have to develop? Midfield. Midfield. I think um, I think we still miss Coutinho. Yeah. Maybe not playing in the front three because we clearly don't miss anyone there. Would you take him back? Because he's not going to come cheap, is he? No, I think 
I, and they I, don't I, like him at Barca. I think, I think we can do better. I, I think that Liverpool are a Marco Verratti type of player. I agree with that. Away from being like an unbelievable side. Yeah. Can you imagine uh, if, if Cater picks up form and we can find that third midfielder. Adrian Rabiot? Mm, Possibly. Maybe. He's an all-rounder. Yeah. He is an all-rounder. But like in the midfield three, if we, if he can keep Cater and Cater improves. Mate, you missed out on Ramsey. I know. Yeah, I know you don't yes. like you don't like Ramsey. Get in my yes. team. He's not good you, enough. You don't like Ramsey, but like Ramsey is unbelievable. He'll he'll get in the team Juventus. Yeah, he's no better than honestly. Aaron Ramsey's no better than Jorginho Benalgem. My opinion. But don't you want another Gigi? But I'd rather someone better. I think like when oh, when I'm looking at Liverpool's team, right? I'm not going to talk about Ramsey, but like I talk yeah. look at Liverpool's team, and you think goalkeeper top class. Back four, top class. I, I really rate Joe Gomez. And I don't just rate him as, a, as an individual player. I rate his partnership with Van Dijk. Right, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. The, the the strength of Van Dijk and the pace to cover him behind Joe Gomez just works. Right, yeah. And obviously, Alexander and Robertson, you don't even have to talk about them because like the, the, the clean sheet record, the assist record, unbelievable. Yeah. You've got the front three of Mane, Firmino, Salah. Best in the world, probably. Yeah, it's definitely up there. I think... Um, uh, if you're being really nitpicky, you could maybe look for... More goals from Fabinho. Yeah, literally that. And then you go into midfield three and you think Fabinho, top quality. Um, Naby Keita, I think will be top quality next season. And I think that anything next to that is where, where a Ronaldum or, or a Milner would normally play. I think if you had like a real top quality player that could do the physical shift that Jürgen Klopp demands and also able to manage the game for Liverpool. Liverpool haven't had a midfielder that can dictate a game. And I think, like, if they had, like, like a Shabby Alonso, a, uh, a Marco Verratti, as we said before. Not I necessarily. Don't, I don't think we necessarily John Joe Shelby. need... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need maybe, like, a deep line. I just need we, someone that can kind of be, like, I a mean, roaming yeah, I mean, it, it can be box-to-box, too. I just think they need, like, a creative outlet, someone that, that can almost orchestrate the game for them when the high press isn't, isn't the way to go. I completely I've, I've, agree. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what we're missing. A player that can find that pass. In terms of what City need. Oh. And to think they finished the league top with 98 points and they are a club that has solid positions that has been identified by not only clubs come up against them but also fans and pundits alike. I mean, left back that's a problem because there's no consistency with Benjamin Mendy. As much as he's a good player, there's no consistency there. Zichenko, not a natural left-back yet, in my opinion. Um, Fernandinho. That's the big one. That's that's the that's the biggest one, isn't it? it to probably, find a player as 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 a, who can do a, as good a job as he can. The, the, the problem they have is, is that Fernandinho is defensively and creatively like a juggernaut in that midfield. And it's it's not. He just doesn't his, get the rep for the creativity, he, he does he? He doesn't really because um, it's one uh, long ball over the top, but time to perfection. Yeah, to Aguero. it's it's how sh- like sh- he's he's so street smart as well because um, it goes under the radar, but the amount of tactical fouls Man City do is unbelievable. Like whenever it looks like a team are going to counter up on them, they just foul them, and it's a bit snidey to be honest. I think it's probably like the the bit of their game which is really nice, but but it's 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 definitely a thing. He's a master of that. Yeah, 
and he does it and, and he does it for the team and I think if you look at it from the outside in you say oh I don't like that but like from inside the team this, this is the kind of stuff that wins them games people can't count on Man City because if they're, if they're good enough to get through the counter press which is unlikely then they just get fouled and you know you look at it away um, thing but Fernandinho there's not many players in the world and the problem is because he's old now he can't play every single game he's played this season because Gondogan's played quite a lot um, is he is he good enough for that role? The, the problem is Gundogan is heavy on one way is that when you're replacing Fernandinho ideally you want someone who can do both both ways like a like a two-way player completely like he is but um, most players are going to be heavy in one aspect and I think uh, Gundogan is brilliant creatively but won't be anywhere near as good as defensively and I think there might be other options that are great defensively but won't be anywhere good creatively and I think when you play the creative game of Pep Guardiola he probably favour the creative side, but he needs to find a more well-rounded player to play in that deep position than Gundogan. That's definitely right. Are City risking losing um, some key players such as Sané, Jesus, because they're not getting the, the regular game time that they want? I think. Don't know um, why my Siri went off at Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Jesus is set to leave, but yeah. I think that opens the door. Do from, you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of links, but I, I think we'll see a megastar come into City. I don't know who. But I think there's there's an open open door for someone to come in. Megastar, who's who's megastar out there? Some someone's going to come in, and Aguero hasn't played every game this season. I think someone's going to come in, and someone's going to, I don't know who, but there there will be someone. And I think City need. You said a left back. I completely agree. Zinchenko isn't a left back. Uh, Mendy. He, he could be. A, he could be a left back. But no, he's, he's done. Not, he's, he's done well. This he's season. done well. He's done yeah, okay. he has. But he's not a left back. Yeah, you know like I mean? when you're I rotating you what, between Mendy, Zinchenko, and Fabian Delph, that's not good enough no. for a team that's going to go. And, and you think they've 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 ninety eight points with with those three at left back. I, I don't actually I don't actually rate Benjamin Mendy as much as everyone else. I think he's a complete liability. Monaco, at sometimes. He was awesome. He was. Yeah. But yeah. he's he's had two long injuries, and I've seen games where he just completely loses concentration, and he he can be got at. I think yeah. he's, he's. If I'm no, if I I'm a, if I'm a manager, I'm looking at I'm going down that wing. It was his return game? He just got absolutely fucking trampled on, didn't it? I can't remember yeah. who it was against, but you could see there was no the fitness wasn't there, the match sharpness wasn't there. He was not switched on. He let stupid balls and stupid passes go. He ran in to try and get the ball back and foul. Yeah, as much as I rate him, I do I do see holes in him. Therefore, th- they think, need yeah. a left back. They need a left back. But I, I, there's one player, if I'm Liverpool and I'm Man City, mm. there's one player I would move absolute heaven and earth to get, no matter the money. Who am I talking about? Matthias De Ligt. Matthias De Ligt. The most highly sought over defensive player on the planet right now. He, he, if he comes in and plays next to Virgil van Dijk, that's a partnership. That Are plays you sure you want him though? Because he's got a fat dad. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester United what a bunch of morons what a bunch of morons get, get his dad a medical honestly Van Dyke can make his dad look good I don't care <laughs> honestly no all seriously like Man City Vincent Company out delict in or Liverpool but they weren't looking in. at it they, apparently they're not looking at him though that's Bollocks! Yeah, but like, seriously, they, apparently they weren't him. looking at Van Dyke. But we, I, I think, we all saw that documentary. I, I think ev- every club is looking at Delict, but I think that sixty Rick, million. Rick, I, I, it's a bargain. I think he'll it's go. It's a bargain. <laughs> if, if I'm being honest, I'd, I'd put my money on him going Barca. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but think I think you've got to try. You've got yeah. to try. Yeah. Van der Sar said it's Barca, that or, Barca or England, basically. And if you're Liverpool, your city, <laughs> if, if you're Liverpool, your city, just 
throw money at him. He, the guy's going to... £60 million pound is, is the rumoured fee. Did City miss out on Diong? Do you think? Do you think that was a big blow for not getting him? He'd have been quality. Yeah, I think that would have been a great sign. Would you? Would they have should have gone if you had to get Delict or Dion? Who was who would be more important there? Delict. You think? I think Delict. Someone that's going to come in and be the captain. Because we're talking about replacing Fernandinho or Vincent Company. Vincent Company. Let's be honest. Hasn't been as good as he has been in recent years. It's because he's getting older. Fernandinho, same. But who? Who can we replace easier? I think John it's, Stones, it's, it's easier to replace company, I think, because yeah. they already have Laporte and Stones, who are great. How great often do you get a, a defensive giant come along at this level? I, I, Van Dyke was a complete masterclass. Like this, this doesn't happen often. Not not often do you get. Mm. It's it's hard to say because they're both unbelievably talented players. I think that if you're thinking short term, then De Jong fits into their team a lot nicer straight from the off. But I yep. mean, I can understand the the mentality that De Ligt is going to be so good that it's almost worth not worrying about how he fits into the team straight this away. Is, this is someone who probably captain a Barcelona or captain a Real Madrid aged 19. It's mental, isn't it? Like, it's very, very crazy thing to think about. Um, okay, so we're going to finish up now. Is it going to be between Liverpool and City again next season? It's hard to see any other team reaching that level, I'm being honest. In I such think, a short amount of yeah, time. Yeah, I yeah. think that if Liverpool and City are both going to have 90-point seasons again, which which is possible, like, you can't really know, then um, Spurs won't match that, Arsenal won't match that, Chelsea won't match that, and Manchester United won't match that. So if, they, if they're if they anywhere near as consistent as they have been this season, they'll, they'll be those two well in a way. I agree with Luke. I don't think those teams are match it, but I think Manchester United, Arsenal, Tottenham and Chelsea... We'll always we'll do better this season coming right, up. Yeah. Hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to to have for the for those four teams to have in total honest, I think all four of them have had poor seasons. I, I think it's the, the top four race, as much as it's been heralded as a great top four race, in, in actuality all of us have bottled it. Yeah. But two of us have bottled it less. <laughs> do you, <laughs> do you, look, know what I mean? you look at the uh, like Arsenal have they won the last game and then the the last four games was a draw and three losses. If they won that, they would have taken them on to 12, 12 points. If they won those, those games, they should have won. They should have. It, it's the, as an Arsenal fan, it's the Brighton game and the Crystal Palace game that it's embarrassing. annoy you. Yeah. It's not just the, it's yeah. not those games. The fact that you lost to Wolves and Leicester. The Leicester game pissed me like off. One, one of those, yeah. you have to win. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, look, I, I, I totally agree. I, I, think that the, I think that these other four sides will be achieving in excess of... 80 points next season. Not all of them, but a good few of them in excess of 80 points. One of points. them will, will break it. Yeah, I think so. Um, but it just... Uh, Liverpool and City going to be able to achieve 90-plus points again. I can't see us... I can see us... It's difficult. It's really difficult Because if, you, if Liverpool don't win a, the, the Champions League, that's another cup run gone. So is it going to be like, oh, should I we focus on... I don't think we're going to have a season where we only lose one game again next year. No. I think it's going to be more difficult this season coming. With VAR. With VAR. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I I don't see us hitting heights of 97 points again, ever. But what, what an achievement. What, what you find is the, the Premier League adapts and um, no matter how, how good someone is, the Premier League will eventually start dragging them down to the rest of the pack 
and uh, you see, saw it over the years. And that, this is why, like, I mean, we, we, haven't, we haven't touched on it in this, but the fact City have um, retained the Premier League is, is, is a fantastic achievement. Like, every, the, everyone's the, overlooked that part as well. Yeah. Three they? managers that have done it. Jose it Mourinho, does, Alex it, Ferguson, it, it, and it now Pep Guardiola. It doesn't happen in the Premier League because, as I say, the Premier League adapts. And when a team does really well, like Leicester did, like Chelsea did recently, is um, the Premier League will drag that team back into the pack. Yeah. Um, the the expectation like like teams aren't normally good enough to to then keep it. I think was the last manager to do this is probably Ferguson or maybe Mourinho. 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 And you know, it's, so in the in the Premier League era, like how many times have we seen someone retain a title? Like two, three times. It's it's um, it's a, an unbelievable achievement. This is the third time. Yeah. Well, no there you go. Done it before. It's crazy. It, it and it's it, like we said. It's it's. Amazing to think that we're not even talking about City back to back winners. We're talking about City have just won the Premier League. Yeah. City have just won the Premier League and they've got X amount of room for improvement. I, I think City have had an amazing season, but honestly, you look at the beginning of the season and nobody thought Liverpool were going to finish on 97 points. Where do you think you would finish? If you, at the start of the season, where did you think you would finish? I think it would be between, honestly, truthfully, between us and Spurs to finish second. Right, okay. I think we had to challenge City, but I never thought we'd challenge them as much as we did. What about you, Luke? Yeah, I think at the start of the season, um, uh, looking at how well Liverpool were last season and looking at the transfer business, which was very uh, ballsy, and it was very honest, if you know what I mean, where like... Um, uh, it's been big. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like they knew what they were doing because Alisson came in, big money, done. It highlighted in, in, it, didn't it? Yeah, in, in January, Van Dijk, done. Fabinho, that, that transfer happened in the space of like an hour. Yeah, compared I mean? to Chelsea signing Kepa on the last day for 70 million. Yeah. So that, that was a pa- that was a, essentially a panic buy. Yeah, I think w- I looked at Liverpool's team after all these transfers came in and, and and seeing the impact Van Dijk had had in the six months he's been there so far. And you thought like they'd, they'd be the closest to City. I thought they'd be the closest. But I really didn't think they'd push City as far as I have. Because Liverpool was so, no, sorry, yeah, City was so good last season that I didn't think anyone would match that within the next two three years but Liverpool to their credit pushed City every step of the way I'm going to give you a uh, question each where are or two questions each where's Man City going to finish next season and where's Liverpool going to finish next season what do you think just my man's telling me no <laughs> but my body <laughs> you're not signing off <laughs> <laughs> my body is telling me yeah no, Mad City will win the Premier League. Yeah. Third time in a row. Liverpool second? You second. Think? Okay. Yeah, I think the same, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's it's hard to imagine. I think because Man City only signed Mahrez this summer. Yeah. And I think they probably thought, Peter, they're not it close to us. I think this would be a warning sign to them. I think they'll spend big this summer. Not and Well, you think they're going to go for the Premier League again and not uh, just put all attention on Champions League? They won't be in it. Oh, controversial. Very controversial. Fight me, Keeler. That is your sign off. <laughs>